Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, 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 if it isn't my good friend, Doug Mellard. Oh, hello, Doug Benson. I'm going to Comic-Con next week in sweet home San Diego. No way. Not trying to brag or anything. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Plus, today, our guest is a very funny comedian with an unusual name. Ooh, please tell. (laughs) Uh, We started talking about her name on a recent Douglas Movies, and I was just like, hey, let's, you know, let's move this. Let's take this convo over to the other show. So that's how I ended up inviting our guest today, Rena Calm. Oh, I am anything but calm. There's so much to discuss with the, the name Rena Calm that <laughs> I can't even. So uh, let's go to work. Hello, Rena. Calm. That song was the opposite of calm. <laughs> calm like a bomb. Hello. Yeah, that really was uh, more balmy than calmy. And um, how are you? And where are you? I like how you made it balmy, like a nice tropical balmy, which yeah. you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm in balmy Wisconsin right now. Uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, to be exact, not to brag. Uh, just soaking up the summer heat, the mild version of the summer heat up here where there's still um, plentiful water. <laughs> Might be a good time to think <laughs> wow. about heading back to the region permanently, you know? Yeah, we do need to go where the water is. You know, that Kevin Costner movie was right. I just don't want to live in a world where like, we have to watch Kevin Costner all the time, you know, so. <laughs> it's funny. We do live in a world right now where, uh, for whatever reason, I, I'm not personally a, a viewer of the show, but that program Yellowstone that's got Kevin Costner on it is uh, extremely popular with some people, I guess. And uh, yeah, it just got snubbed by the Emmys. It didn't get any major uh, Emmy nominations. So Yellowstone uh, fans are pissed. Something tells me that some of the people, not all, I don't, I don't watch the show myself, but I would bet some of the demographic of Yellowstone fans probably feel like it was snubbed due to a liberal bias. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But there's a couple other shows that got snubbed that you couldn't make, couldn't really make that argument. So it's like, uh, it's just a it's just a thing. You give out awards, you're gonna you're gonna do some snubbing. I don't really you know? I tried watching it, I couldn't get into it, but I loved going to Yellowstone. I went there last year and I would go there and sit in silence over watching any show, probably. So <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Yeah, it does sound nice. And um, this isn't like a Christmas episode or anything. You might hear a little jingling because uh, Doug Mellard's got a situation with his microphone cord. And, oh, God, uh, is that happening still? It wish- happen- yeah, it keeps happening a little bit. and uh, But it always just sounds like uh, you're tending to your reindeer. I would love it if you just left it. 
leave it at situation and let everybody wonder like what kind of a situation is that just jingling sometimes you know yeah <laughs> i'm one of those people that if i were listening i, I would get too uh frustrated with um you know uh, no, uh distracting noise like that whereas others uh it doesn't bother uh, at all some so, people probably think it's magic know. you know right or just like you ever do like, of course you have like a morning radio where mm. uh, they can't they can't trust the idea there might be a second of silence on the morning radio show. So they have like, you know, a musical bed underneath your entire conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, you know, and it's usually like some stupid thing, you know, like kind of like hurry for Hollywood. <laughs> you know, it's always just something vaguely themed to the idea of talking to a comedian. And in my case, it's a lot of times it's some sort of, you know, uh, jokey weed song, you know, sure. it's playing uh, quietly underneath our entire conversation. It's you know, like, are people that ADD that they have to be hearing music while hearing conversation? Not only does it take away from whatever the conversation might be, but the effect of playing that underlying music, specifically not just like a sound, like a soundscape, but like something with a beat to it, it's instinctual to like wrap it up, you know? So instead of like just <laughs> filling all possible lags or silence, they're just speeding up what whatever content there is by making you feel like we're on a, a rush here, we're playing the outro music already, you know? Yeah, it's weird, too, because it's a lot of times I'll be on like a classic rock or a pop station or, you know, just a regular rock station. And then, you know, they, they stick to their genre of music. But then on their morning show, when they go to do something like this, the, the music is always just corny shit that nobody that likes whatever genre the station is playing uh, of music. They don't, you know they're not going to like it. So it's just, well, it's so counterintuitive. Also, you're kind of one of the few comics who's really solidified like your genre with the pothead thing. Like they could like actually pick something that was in tune with like a lot of your audience base or the movies. Like you have so many things that are specific to you. There's not as much genre specification when you're talking to comedians, especially on morning radio, it's just like, oh, the comedy show? Sure, tell everyone in this town. They're sure to love it, you know? Yeah, what's gonna happen? Uh, tell us about what's gonna happen at your comedy concert. What, <laughs> uh, what kind of things can we expect from your, from your, uh, your comedy performance? We've got bloopers, spoofs, gags, you name it, you know? Uh, <laughs> I'm just always stunned when I have to tell like morning TV or radio people, uh, you know, how stand how comedy works. You know, it's 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 uh, kind of amazing how people, um, you know, they just don't think about it. Yeah, you know, they a- don't think about how what the how the process works. Uh, you know, becoming learning how to write jokes and then writing them and telling them on stage like all of that's just sort of a mystery to people like how'd you do that (laughs) well they also they certainly don't think about like the category you're in or what your particular like it's either it's either dirty or clean but even that has different definitions depending on who you're talking to so like I don't know I feel like music has this level of like people will just uh, like applaud that it's there that it's happening like oh we've got music tonight and they kind of try to do the same thing with comedy but then if you vary off of whatever they expect which has not been specified (laughs) then they have some sort of a weird opinion where if somebody doesn't like a kind of music they're probably just kind of like oh all right you know yeah i like the uh comedy clubs that are like you know they'll try to use the movie rating system to kind of give people an idea what kind of show to expect regarding cleanliness and uh it cracks me up. They'll give like a PG-13 to a comedian uh, who's performing in a club where you have to be 21 to get in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and they're and they're basing it on, well, you know, 13-year-olds can hear this. So it's like, well, I think 21-year-olds could, I mean, it'd practically be G by the time you're 21, I would think. Uh, but um, you're... Uh, in between road gigs right now i know that you have been a road monster in terms (laughs) of like uh 
just going places in your car and and pretty much living out of your car for periods of time? Yeah, well, I was truly living on the road out of a tricked out Prius for a few years. And then obviously, like when COVID started, I parked it. A lot of people thought that it was like to my benefit to be mobile during that time. And I'm like trying to tell everybody that DM'd me about you know, tips for living on the road, like, hey, you know what, during this time, why don't you just focus on staying somewhere that has a sink, like somewhere with (laughs) running water. Um, So yeah, it's not something that I ever, it kind of happened after the bookings uh, made it necessary or strategic. Uh, I definitely didn't go out on the road first. (laughs) I I feel like that's like a a distinction of like, people will message me and ask about how to get out on the road. And I'm like, I'm on the road because they're in my DMs. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Everybody wants to work the road, but it's not sustainable or comfortable or uh, easy. So, you know. Yeah. No, it's really tough. You know, unless you're like, you know, TikTok famous and then those people uh, are funny, they're going to have a hard time sustaining it because when people come out to see them, they're like, oh, this isn't uh, this isn't really a full show that we're getting this, you know, that we're seeing the person we like from TikTok, but they're not uh, giving us much else to chew on. (laughs) Maybe like from like the TikTok audiences are trained. I was thinking how like once TikTok started getting popular, you'd have an audience of, you know, younger people that like after 60 seconds just starts like swiping up for the next exactly, act, you know, <laughs> raising their hand. And I like thought you- about getting like a group of people my age because I'm, I'm 39 and I thought about getting a bunch of like middle-aged comics together to do a show called TikTok Live where we all just struggle to approach the stage for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't uh, want that crowd. I don't want to get big on TikTok and then have people that have 15 second attention spans out and then they hate me after 15 seconds or whatever. They're ready for the next thing. It sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah, it's it doesn't I I saw a, uh, like a YouTube star uh on stage in front of a small crowd in Hollywood and just snapping at one point saying, Hey, I'm a YouTube star. I was, you know, I was playing, you know, I performed in a stadium last week, Ouch. you know, kind of like, wow. kind of like chastising the audience for not laughing enough, but it was, a, it was a small audience. I mean, there's only so much small audiences can give sometimes. Yeah. Unless they're all just a bunch of lunatics, you know, you can, if you're one of only like 45 people in a 200 seat venue, like, you know, what can you, what can you expect to do? Why would the, why does the audience, why is it ever on the audience to make up the difference when it's not as busy? Right. They always get hectored more about how much they're laughing or clapping when they're a smaller crowd. And I'm like, thanks for making any noise at all people who should just be sitting there (laughs) quietly, you know, just, uh, you know, this should be more like a meditation or a, 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 a speech of some kind than, than stand up comedy. Yeah, I, you know, I never I like it's a pet peeve to blame the crowd. I'm always so grateful that anybody's spending their time and their brain space on like listening to, you know, to anybody like, wow. You yeah. know, if you really think about it too hard, it kind of messes with your uh, everything, but it's a gift when people are sitting there, whether or not they've paid. Um, and even when it comes to hecklers, I'm not a big crowd work person, but if the audience is having fun and they're interactive, I can have fun with them. If somebody's like ruining the show and it's affecting the enjoyment of the other people in the audience, then I will deal with that person in a way that's sure. like, I, you know, we're all here to have fun, but you're ruining it, Gerald, you know, like something weird, you know, the audience's name when there's a very small crowd, by the way, so you can, (laughs) (laughs) speaking of names, yeah. Yeah, that's a real go-to, if you, if you haven't done it, the other comics have done uh, enough crowd work to really, uh, really get to know everybody. Or at least that one, uh, you know, psycho that like sits up front by themselves, you know, especially when it's a small crowd. It's like, hey, give me a little room here. You don't you don't need to really be 
in the front row when there's not very many people here at all, you know? I feel like the rules should be like, no, there should just, if there's less audience members than comedians, you can't do that, you know? Uh, yeah. But I've done a show, it should have been canceled for two people that were together, just a couple. It was like a huge long haul of a room and it just felt like the most awkward, like- Wait, was it just the two people? Yes, and they didn't what? cancel the show and I had to do an hour and it felt what? like- <laughs> shitty comedy gondola ride and you know what the thing is is that like it went fine they were great they were like loud supportive but then you know they didn't love my like pro-choice material (laughs) wow (laughs) talk about a dip I mean that's (laughs) bring a shovel for that one I I mean I think I got him back by the end but (laughs) not all the way (laughs) wow (laughs) It yeah. just sounds like a really like it just feels like your server is standing there talking to you for an hour, like just a <laughs> nightmare yeah. restaurant scenario where the server is telling you about her, uh, you know, uh, about pro-choice matters. Right, right. Oh, whoops. Uh, sorry. Was going over yeah. the specials. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I always joke around about like uh, that. I want to try to do like uh, like close up magicians, how they go around from table to table and just do a couple tricks. I want to do like close up magic where you just go up to a, a table. I mean, comedy, close up comedy. You just go up to a table and, uh, you know, uh, give them give them one little one little thing, you know, and then uh, and then move on to another one <laughs> until you've you know talked to everybody in the room. Yeah, <laughs> one of my um, friends just posted this. Actually, Alex Price in Indianapolis just posted a thing of like the next time somebody stops you in regular life and is like, "Oh, you're a comic. Like, tell me a joke." He's like, "Just do a whole hour. Just tell them." chase them to their car like just keep going till they get it (laughs) maybe they'll stop asking just do your hour do it don't don't skimp on the uh gun control material just go for it (laughs) yeah exactly just really give them a good show um well we're here to uh if you can believe it there's a reason we're here (laughs) to We're here to discuss uh, your name. That's yes. what we do with all of our guests, uh, bit by bit. We discuss each part of your name individually, starting with your first name, which of course is Rena. Yes, that's me. R E E N A. I mean, people probably would have seen it in the uh, show description, but I'm saying it, I'm spelling it anyway. R-E-E-N-A. Uh, tell us what, what it was like growing up with the first name Rena. I think I liked it just fine because, well, it's a Hebrew name. Rena is either Hebrew or uh, Hindu, like Indian. Uh, and I grew up in a very Jewish community, so... Uh, and I like I went to Jewish day school. So there was a lot of people with like Jewish names, but especially in my family, I have one of like the easier names. Uh, so I was always kind of like stoked that mine was, you know, simple, no throat sounds. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I always like, it means joyful song, which uh, is what you can hear playing underneath most of my interviews. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, I'm named after my grandmother on my mom's side, Rita, who was Catholic and they just found like a Hebrew version of that. But my younger siblings, my parents like wanted us to, I was born in Israel. They wanted us all to move back to Israel at some point. So they gave us all very Hebrew names. Uh, and then they didn't move to Israel. (laughs) Uh, so I feel like I got lucky and I've always kind of liked my name for the fact that I like the meaning of it. I got a better first name than a couple of my siblings. And also, I guess this is a Jewish thing. I didn't get a middle name and I feel like if I had had a middle name, that's where they really would have screwed me, you know? Uh, so. (laughs) Well, okay. So. 
Um, now I'm dying to hear these other names that you're glad you didn't get. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think that they're, they would agree too. Uh, my sister's name is pretty, it's Talia. That's a fairly common name people have heard. Um, and her middle name is, it would be Hannah or Hannah if you read it in this country, but in our home, it was Hana. So she was Talia Hana. And it doesn't really have like the bounce of like one of the hyphenated names you get in the US, you know, like a <laughs> Kelly Joe or Marianne. It's Talia Hana. And <laughs> uh, so my middle siblings have middle names. My youngest brother and I do not. Uh, next in line is Yitzchak Meir. That's, we call him Yitzi. He is uh, an agnostic. Uh, <laughs> he is a physicist and yeah uh, wow so, wow Yitzik. Y- Yitzi, but yeah Yitzchak, uh, Yitzchak. Yitzchak. yeah which could have been Isaac a lot of people when they have Jewish kids in this country will have like a regular American name and then when you go to Hebrew school you have a Hebrew name but we just were given the hardcore <laughs> Hebrew name <laughs> right off the bat. So yeah, like you're hawking up something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and none of us are very, I mean, I still claim to be Jewish because I'm not ever gonna, you know, we need the numbers. So sure, you know, but I am not a practicing Jew. And so not, none of my siblings are. So it's kind of funny because my parents gave us all these really Jewish names. My youngest is, uh, youngest brother is Moshe, which is also a little bit more common. That's who I live with here. Um, Moshe Calm, no middle name. But yeah, these Hebrew names all came from a man named Fred. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, Fred, come on. And, you know, Um, Fred should have known better, too, especially with the middle names being complicated, because my dad, I I could have. okay, I'll let you know right off the bat. I could have contacted my father to get some more information on our last name, our family name before this. But if I did that, he would have like he definitely would have listened to this and he might. But like (laughs) it's easier for me to just take some guesses and hope that he doesn't uh, yeah totally understand <laughs> my dad my dad I, I, I told your dad about it though so oh yeah i mean yeah. he got a google alert about my wiki feet page so he might see oh, it but <laughs> he sent that to the whole family so he he could very well he will be upset if he hears me share that his middle name is something he's like always hated and kept secret from most people because his mom made it up. Uh, but his middle name is Arno, just the four letters, A-R-N-O. And so right. Mr. Arno was like the bad guy in uh, a bunch of Disney movies when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Well, AJ Arno was the name of the character. He's played by Cesar Romero, who whoa, also played uh, who also played Joker on Batman. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, like a rich, it. a rich bad guy who's oh. very slick. Very slick. Okay. Um, what was, what Until was the description. <laughs> <laughs> what was the vehicle that like? Where was that from? What? What? Where was that character from? It's from the. Um, the Kurt Russell movies where he played uh, uh, Dexter Riley and he was always getting involved in something in science class that would give him some sort of superpower. <laughs> <laughs> like, the you know, there was uh, computer war tennis shoes. That's where he got super smart from something, some accident in the lab. And then the next one was called Now You See Me, Now You Don't. And it was... Um, and I see him now you don't. And he was uh, stumbled into invisibility. And then the third one was uh, strongest man in the world. And you can only guess what, <laughs> what, power, what power he had in that one. <laughs> like 
not to be a downer but what if like the role of the villain was what if they switched things where like the villain in those stories was somebody that just came on screen and was like hey you know what kids there actually are no shortcuts <laughs> i'm aj arno <laughs> you just gotta make the most of what you were given <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't remember any, any, them really having any great Arno puns in, in the dialogue, but I do, it is a memorable name and I've never, I've never heard it applied to uh, uh, an actual person. Did you give us all of your brother's names? Yeah, Yitzchak, Moshe, and Talia is my sister, so there's four oh, Okay, I see, I see, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's a complicated uh family tree you got there sure. and and it really it really saves us some time though this no middle name thing like yeah. how often have you had to have that conversation with with people like when people look at your id do they go hey what's up with the no middle name you know people don't usually stop or ask questions i mean there's a place to put it in every form uh but I don't know. In my experience, I feel like people aren't really doing such a thorough job of paying attention anyway. Uh, <laughs> <True. so laughs> I mean, who, I could be trying to commit crimes and they're like, yeah, sure. Move it along. You know, <laughs> like, so uh, I still always laugh about it's super bad the way that one kid, uh, his fake ID, he thinks a good name to have on the fake ID is for it to just say McLovin. Yeah. And it's so funny to me because I mean, not only is it just a stupid, like it's not a person's name. It's not, doesn't make any sense, but also just, just to have one name on your ID. Like why, why wouldn't anybody yeah. go, how come there's only one name here? Like you should at least have two. I would, you know, unless you're uh, share. fucking share or sting yeah. or uh, Madonna. Do you think um, share? They, those people don't even have IDs anymore, do they? Do they? I mean, they make share go to the DMV. I mean, you know, I think like especially when they don't put on their, you know, when Cher doesn't have a giant wig on, uh, who knows how much you know she might have to convince people that she's share. Or uh, she, like, she might have to slap them and yell, slap out, snap out of it. And, yeah, uh, and then they go, oh shit, that is share. <laughs> If okay, what about when Prince changed his name to a symbol? Do you think that he still had to have regular? It still said Prince on his. So like anytime. Oh he got, yeah. If he ever got in trouble, the record label would benefit or be punished because wasn't that the whole reason he had to change his name to the symbol so that he could record music without it being for Warner Brothers? Yeah. So his legal name on his license is probably still Prince Rogers Nelson, just like it was when he was just going by Prince as a musical artist. Right. I think it you know that the, the symbol was just uh uh in lieu of using the, the name prince was like a pseudonym so i think he'd still be you know and his friend certainly didn't call him symbol oh maybe he just started going by rogers they rogers had call him, hey rogers <laughs> he's always hey, like, symbol you know, symbol you want a like, beer <laughs> <laughs> um man it's interesting when somebody as famous as Prince, you know, leaves us, we really get like two times a year, people kind of celebrate and talk about him all day because for some reason, his initial birthday and then his death day both become, we, we keep track of both of those. Yeah. But we don't do those for a lot of celebrities. You have to be pretty huge for people to be like, you know, that, uh, you know, noticing both e each and every year. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I could think of any others like that right now. Maybe, I mean, maybe El Elvis used to be like that, but I couldn't tell you shit about uh, either his birthday or his death day now. I mean, like Michael Jackson probably hit that level of fame, but also like the scrutiny probably there's, it's less than, and Prince was also so recent that I feel like people are, more inclined to celebrate like the anniversary of his death yeah. that just happened. Yeah, I mean, in a in a certain way, everybody's going to get both now, just because when when whenever it's the anniversary of anything, it gets you know it becomes a Twitter subject, you know. So like, so any famous person who's no longer with us, we're still going to be like it. It would have been so and so's, you know, 
85th birthday today and or you know it's the anniversary uh, of so-and-so's death you know you hear, you're gonna hear about him twice a year i guess unless somebody uh, can really pull off uh dying on the day you were born i wish more people would try to do that <laughs> maybe close the loop you know uh, yeah that would, I'll just, tell you, it would just be easy to just do every year you just do a hey this guy died on this day and he was born on this day Bing, boom, we're done with him for another year. <laughs> That's Look, all you need to know. <laughs> I swear to Doug, I swear to both of you, uh, on July 14th, or I guess 15th, 2023, I'll post that it was the anniversary of when I did uh, the Wide World of Doug's podcast. Um, and we'll see if we can get <laughs> oh, that going, you know? Oh, that's fun. I probably won't promote it this, but I'll definitely share it next year. Um, yeah. It's- <laughs> In the world of podcasting, it's never too late. You know, it's kind of a, it's kind of become a sad reality that if, uh, you know, fortunately, knock on wood, uh, it has doesn't happen too often. But like, if someone who's been a guest on one of my shows passes away, you know, it's uh, it's always interesting to go back and just be able to have like that, those times that uh, you know you recorded something together. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's why I always try to take pictures. I think it's morbid, but I like, that's always a thought that happens to me is like, oh my gosh, like I never got a picture when I did a show with Kevin Meany and then he died, you know, and what was the real tragedy? Um, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> yeah, like I, there's this morbid, the more people, you know, no. that pass away as you go, the more you're like, well, I hope I can, I don't have time to keep up with all the pictures I take, but like, yeah, I want to be able to find memories of people that I can see. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, of course, it's happening more and more just because, you you know, because uh, as you get older, you know, we, we know so many comedians in our, in our careers that like, uh, and now like sometimes a comedian will die and somebody I've never, you know, not aware of, you know, like there's yeah. just so many comics out there and, and, you know, some, you know, doing the deep, you know, not getting rich necessarily, but making a decent living, but also still mm-hmm. not becoming like a uh, a name your average person knows. Um, so let's keep going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, on your name, the, the we gotta, gotta take a break. <laughs> I've, I've lost track of the time, but we got to take a break, and uh, we will be right back. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're back. See, that wasn't so bad, was it? That wasn't no. terrible. Um, we made so, it to the next life. Yeah. And like we were discussing <laughs> during the break, um, I looked up your name on uh, IMDb. I typed in Rena. And uh, as, as you probably would imagine, uh, a bunch of Indian actresses' names came up. Oh, yeah. That's it was very, right. very popular in that, in that world. But um, how often do you get? Uh, is it is it a problem that it's that it's a interesting spin on on Rita? Like, is it? Do you get a lot of people thinking your name is Rita? No, I get Renee a lot. I get Hatton uh, called me Renee on uh, Doug Loves Movies, and you kind of I didn't want to even interrupt him because I'm like Patton's talking about movies right now. I'm gonna listen. Uh- I swear. <laughs> I, yeah, it's funny. I I, I thought I, I knew he said your name wrong. I, I I remembered it as that he said Rita instead. But 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 Renee, whatever whatever it was he said, 
he was like, you're right. He was in the middle of a thing. And then to be, if, if either you or I said something to him about it afterwards, it would just make him feel bad because he's not yeah. sitting there trying yeah, to yeah. get people's names wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I, but, uh, I'm so used but, to it. That, yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, and whatever. I was just like, I was just like, oh, I hope that, uh, I, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't sure if, it, you know, if anyone else besides me noticed, because he did kind of roll right through it. But uh, well, I'm I, glad that I could make sure to bring extra attention to it now in this second podcast. <clears throat> so if anybody wants to go back and listen for that, it had, it did happen. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> and it's and it's less uh, it's very unlikely Patton's going to hear us talking about it now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, you know. It was it was it was funny at the time and uh, uh, but not you know uh, not worth uh, breaking up the flow. No, of if you whatever get a chance... whatever it was we were talking about. No, listening to you both talk about movies is more entertaining than uh, an audible typo. Uh, well, then, yeah. did, did you uh, did you notice that I w- referred to you by name an excessive amount of times yes. after you did it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. let's just fix this without having to tell him directly. <laughs> I feel uh, like, yeah, that was a slick recovery, and it does happen a lot. People have called me Renee or Rihanna. I mean, I feel like my spelling of Rena is the most phonetic spelling possible, but mm-hmm. a lot of people have like R I N A, which I get that's pretty easy too. It's like Dina, Rena, but uh, some will just have one E, and so I think it's the two E's that makes people think it's Renee, right. Um, uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just thinking of the, the, you know, spelling of rain, you know, R E I G N or whatever that weird spelling. Uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess people can really go out of their way to make it uh, harder on themselves. But then, after <laughs> after they get past. Rena, after they get past the mystery of no middle name. <laughs> yes. I mean, do you have, is there a middle name you would enjoy having as your middle name? Because you could just start saying to people when asked yeah. whatever you wanted your middle name to be. Renee? So I already, yeah, my name is Rena Renee. Actually, yeah. Um, it's actually, <laughs> my name is actually Rena Rogers Nelson Calm. Um, <laughs> I thought about, actually, I, I always wanted it to be Dorothy. Um, and not just because I played Dorothy in the musical Hebrew version of The Wizard of Oz uh, when I was in eighth grade, not to brag, but because <laughs> Dorothy's middle name, I mean, if you, uh, sorry, a nickname for Dorothy is Dot. And so I thought it would always be fun if it was Rena.com. Oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm... that's that's pretty beautiful. <laughs> I have gone uh, by Dot before because of this. Like I tried to make it a thing. So this is not. I've I had a grandma it. Dot. Oh yeah, cool. That was very unusual. I like it. Right. And there's also a, there's an Animaniac named Dot. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's the cute <laughs> yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. She's really been uh, pushing, you know, she's been keeping that name Dot out there because they, you know, they rebooted Animaniacs for uh, Hulu. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So there's so Wacko and Jacko, which are, are both, I don't know why they're called those things and I don't think they should be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh no, Yakko. Yakko and Wacko. Yeah, Yakko I think it was, there's no it was, Jacko. Yeah, <laughs> something about Wacko or Jacko by itself is fine, but both of them together is like, is this like one of those Disney things where it's subliminal yeah. sex messages? Yeah. yeah. No, but Yakko's over there. Like Yakko's either like yelling or vomiting. So like, uh, you know, he's always yakking about something or yakking up something. So. Uh, so that's okay with Wacko, but Jacko and Wacko would have been bad. <laughs> uh, but there's Dot keeping that name going. Rena.com is. Do you have a public email address? Uh, only, yeah. only a private one. 
No, I have, I do, uh, my, so my album is named, is called Calmity, and I've kind of just used, like, hashtag Calmity for, with no plan or goal. Since I started, I just started putting that, like, as a hashtag uh, on everything I was doing, and so that's what I called my album, but my public email is calmityproductions at gmail.com, because Calmity was taken, Uh, so. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. And that's also caused some weird stuff where to me it's like it seems obvious if you see my name next to comedy that it's like, oh yeah, they go together. But I've people have been like, Oh, you're here off your calamity tour, and it's like that's different. (laughs) (laughs) Calamity, I love it. Yeah, that's when uh, we're having renal failure. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does, you know, it, comedy is a pun that you, you know, it's there's definitely some work involved yeah. uh, on behalf of the person. But I think that it pays off because of the uh, because of the work. And then also as people become fans, they have to get uh, used to it and uh, use it. I'll hashtag all the stuff about this episode with uh, <laughs> Hashtag comedy. And uh, I that's the other thing, though, is that calm is like. As a last name, it's just, uh, you know. Up there with it as if someone's last name was soothe or soothing. Yeah. Or relax or mellow. Um, So if you. Do you think the juxtaposition of being like a public speaker, but your name is calm? Do you see any re- relation there? Do you, do you feel like you sort of got uh, pushed into uh, the entertainment life because because calm is just such a perfectly good juxtaposition oh, to pretty much any, you know, even if you're a dramatic actress, I think it's a cool last name, you know? <laughs> I, I love my last name. I try to live up to it. Uh, and especially in a situation where somebody's like perceiving me <laughs> and knowing my name, uh, I try really hard to, you know, bring a calm tone to what I'm doing. And uh, the comedy thing, I, I never... Uh, strategized um, I don't know what I would have ever chosen for a different name if I didn't have this one I'm psyched and I'm grateful that my name is unique and I don't ever have to try to come up with like a different stage name or anything like that Uh, but yeah I mean I think I'm actually more inclined to be uh, easily agitated (laughs) so (laughs) Like I was thinking about where it even uh, came from and we talked about it a little bit on the um, on Doug Loves Movies about how I think it might have been like an Ellis Island. Just I, I don't know if Calm was my family's name before my grandfather came over here. Like I've been able to find stuff about my grandma's side of the family, but like I've had theories about how Calm happened uh, and I feel like it was probably less the case that whoever was doing intake at Ellis Island met my family member, my grandfather, and was like, oh, that guy's got a real calm vibe about him. They were probably more like, calm down, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I feel like maybe that's the origin story, or at least that's what I'll go with. (laughs) Yeah, it sets up like uh, either way, you know, if you say this person coming to stage right now is calm. Like it, it, it either sets up people, th- you know, uh, you, you could follow through and be calm or you could be a- agitated and either way uh, it, it works. Yeah. And it's uh, not, I, you know, again, typed, I did some more typing. I'm crazy with the, I learned how to type recently. So I do. Wow. <laughs> He's very proud of it. I typed, <laughs> I typed, uh, the calm c-a-l-m into the search engine on the internet movie database and uh the first thing that popped up is a movie that i enjoy very much was talking about it recently on nicole kidman's birthday uh it's a movie called dead calm oh yeah Um, 
I remember it. Yeah. I, I don't I don't care for the name of it. But yeah, I like that. Yeah. One. I... <laughs> but no um but no calms came up as as the name of any actors. It's just the word calm it, you know in uh in titles of movies and TV shows. Yeah. Uh, so um, you got that going for you too. It seems like a very uh, extremely rare last name. Yeah, I mean there's definitely some of us but nobody else that's in show business and like I, I mean, like my dad and his wife, when they got married, they had like the whole theme of the wedding was the British, like keep calm and carry on theme. But it was just all like <laughs> the invitations were keep calm. We're getting married. And like, <laughs> but that same font and format or like, and you go over for Thanksgiving and they're like, keep calm. It's Thanksgiving like <laughs> with the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always thought it was frustrating that like people would get that one wrong. Like telemarketers would call the house and I, I would imagine they'd see the word calm and be like, that has to be a typo. Is, is Mr. Clam there? And like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get like why they would choose that. Like, Oh, it must be clam. Cause that used to happen all the time. <laughs> I mean, is anyone named Clam? Is that I don't think last so. Name? No. Yeah, I got a, fr- I got a like, friend named Billy Clam. That's did they just totally did normal. They just, were they go? Were they calling people alphabetically? They just went through a run of clams and then got to call them and just thought it was this typo. Well, I don't oh, think no, it would have been would alphabetical. Be yeah, probably before Clam. So yeah. I don't know what the hell's wrong with this this as people unless clam was the very next name after after yeah. calm no it, <laughs> it holds no logic really but <laughs> I, think, I do like I, I am enjoying clam as a last name though it's for some reason i don't know why i think, <laughs> why I think that's so funny Re- uh, renee clam she plays vegas you know uh, <laughs> uh i'd like you to meet theodore j clam <laughs> <laughs> um also i was thinking though it's almost a it's anagrams the word for when you can mix the letters up and spell a different word i think it's anagram is when it's the same front and back like forwards and backwards i think no that's a whatchamacallit that's oh oh i didn't know whatchamacallit okay i didn't know that no (laughs) no that's that's called a uh (laughs) what are those called those are called um Do you not, can you not malaprops because those are words that's getting the wrong word bananagram bananagram no. that's <laughs> it so bananagram of uh, of your name on the, of rena is almost uh serene i was thinking instead oh. of calm serene rena serene oh that would be like rena rena serena <laughs> If I was like Serena Calm, oh my God, I would have to do like, you know, screech metal or something like completely <laughs> the opposite. I don't know. Or just take a vow of silence and like still yeah. still set up shows, but then like get up on stage and just try to like really sell it with my eyes, you know? <laughs> hey, we're a detour, but uh, did either of y'all see the uh, trailer for the Rob Zombie Monsters movie? Not I heard yet. it was bad. I heard it was looked bad, but that's all I heard. I it's just it. weird. It's just like he really is just like trying to recreate the old TV show, the style, uh, the look, the the jokes, the everything. But it's just like why? Why? How's that a movie? Well, kids these days are really just begging for the monsters to come back. They so. just kids. You know what happens when you're bo- you're born wanting nostalgic things you know what i mean from the second you're born you want to just think about the past (laughs) you're just like get me back in that womb you know yeah toddlers are just like you know four-year-olds are like oh when i was two (laughs) things things were so different um no i haven't seen that i was more of an adams Adams family gal than the monsters right well the new adams family series wednesday i have uh very high hopes for uh i think that could be a super cool starting off point for a series the that that character um nicknames yeah 
what's been what's what's your life been like uh nickname wise like when you were younger and uh and now have you had any uh nicknames that are pervasive i think probably the only one that's ever been like uh frequent would be reensy uh oh but that's you know the person who started that like just kind of talked real cutesy like that anyway so it fit in with how she spoke but I don't think I would love that if it just flew out of anywhere you know uh you're not inviting people at this point in time to go I ahead mean, and call you Reenzy. I like Reenzy more than Renee okay what I got really mad at the end uh <laughs> I saved it for the end no uh I I there's just not a lot of people that I think are inclined to make that nickname. Like my dad used to call me Reen sometimes with no A, but it seems like you could just throw in another, uh, you know, there's not. <laughs> yeah. Reen is pretty, it's almost one syllable, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, but that's an interesting thing too, is Reen, Reen rhymes with a lot of words, but Reen, uh, kind of takes takes it out of the realm of being able to rhyme it easily oh you know what i have my favorite nickname is actually there's uh uh my friend ali always goes sweet rena have you seen her oh have you <laughs> nice. seen her yeah <laughs> i did in school get said like they used to say like they used to tease me by saying rena's got a weena and like i think oh. <laughs> that one oh. it's just interesting because it's like i wonder if kids still would do that now you know what I mean or if it would be like well she might or you know he might um you're not I don't know if people are still I'm sure that the children are extra mean about it because it's more of a real it's more of a reality in our society uh that Rena could have a Rena could have a Wena but maybe uh, but at the same time, it also just, uh, I, you know, I think like a lot of schoolyard taunts, I think everybody just disregards it. And, uh, yeah. but it's, it's gotta be tough out there. Yeah. Kids are, kids are, you know, I'm it's never, the worst. The I'm never worst. going back to, I'm not nostalgic for that. I don't mind. No, uh, no. yeah. Just the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, whenever you see a movie or TV show, like a group of kids that like are just talking to some guy walking by or something, like they just have the power to just destroy. Oh my uh, god! They could just be so vicious and so and and just so uh, you know gang like and and pack like that. It's just it's scary. Oh yeah, I mean we used to do group sleepovers that were like hours of prank calling people that are just trying to run their business you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right we were horrible <laughs> to them like horrible how do you I, spell I... how do you spell reenzy i'm sorry doug how, how, real quick how do you spell reenzy yeah. oh just like r-e-e-n-s-i-e reenzy uh that's not what i would have guessed oh with a y at the end I, yeah, well, I don't. There's so many options. So glad we got it on the record. <laughs> I'm glad like we got not. it on the record. But Doug, <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, just talking prank calls. Like uh, you know, we used to do that. Like she was saying, all night, all the time. But this one that sticks out to me so vividly, like the amount of time I wasted on this person. I called like in the third grade. We got this number. Like somebody came to talk to us about like if you're home alone and you're scared, call this hotline. Or if you have a problem of any kind, call this number. So yeah. I went home that day, that afternoon, and at like 3 p.m. or 4 p.m., I call this number and I, I like give them information for a while. Like they're asking normal questions, like get them on the hook for a while. And then out of nowhere, I they ask like, what's wrong? And I just start crying. And I say, I'm addicted to Fruity Pebbles. And I just kept <laughs> crying for a while. And then I hung up and I like None of my friends were there. It was just me. Like, what am I doing? Like, it's so, like, I just wanted to waste this poor person's time. And it's like, especially bad because they really are like, I just want to help make the world a better place. Yeah. yeah. Not like, you're not like calling the bank and being like, here's something weird. You're like, this is community outreach. And you're like, I'll show them. Like, what a jackass. I, I mean, think we that's. Did, 
like go ahead real stupid ones of like i mean i think the main one that we did is we would do like the hey is your refrigerator running (laughs) you better go catch it kind of stuff like yeah yeah (laughs) random numbers but like we thought it was so funny to call the local mcdonald's and like just try to order pizza for delivery (laughs) like like, that's not even creative enough to be funny it's just so annoying it's yeah it's so pointless and just aggravating to the person on the other end but you know just just getting this getting somebody that really takes the bait and gets really mad you know that's i guess that's part of the fun but but also it is weird the i think that's why there's so much uh uh, pranking going on at any radio or tv show that has a call-in option because you know it, it is weird to do pranks on the phone where like you're the only person that knows that you just prank somebody but like if you do it on the radio at least if you're doing it from a lonely place you you have a feeling that you're you know sharing it with other people yeah i used to be like a radio call in i used to be like a fake pranker uh (laughs) can i share that showbiz secret that sometimes they're not like yeah i used to get really really out there weird not even funny just like weird scripts to like pretend to be harassing a radio station uh, <laughs> uh so yeah those were some weird ones but uh i don't know it's interesting to think about like what they'll do we were talking about it at the top like to fill time on the air and sometimes you just gotta hire rena calm to play darla the psychic and <laughs> yeah chime no, in. there's a lot of, a lot of time to fill in morning radio like it's an exhausting uh gig if you're have anything to do with any of those shows that like are really into you know creating a lot of uh new content doing a lot of pranks and stuff um but but this hour flew by rena that was so quick and so much fun we appreciate you being here you passed i think you passed every yeah every question you got correct (laughs) and uh (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking at your final score, and I think it's, it might be, yeah, I think you got 100. Renal so, success. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what would you like to plug or promote? Do you have anything, uh, any place people can come see you soon? Yeah, um, well, definitely if you are uh, able to get a copy of my album, I'd recommend that as that just came out uh, a few weeks ago, Calmity, as we've discussed, uh, see what that name is made of. Uh, but in person, I'll be in Indianapolis this Sunday doing the Sunday show uh, at Black Circle Brewery. I'm headlining that. And then I'm going to be in Cedar Rapids next weekend the 25th and the 26th they just opened a new club there called the lucky cat which is i think a good name uh for a club so i'll be at the lucky cat and then early plug for next month i'm headlining go bananas in cincinnati for the first time so i'm very excited for that that'll be august 12th through 14th i believe so, uh, but all my stuff's on my website, renacalm.com, not rena.com, I wish, uh, but renacalm.com. <laughs> and uh, I think of all the apps, the best place to keep up with me is probably on Instagram. Also at renacalm, because nobody else has that name. So it's mine. <laughs> Perfect. Um, it's funny you should say that because I've got gigs coming up at Go Kart and Lucky Bananas. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> Go cat. I go go cart. I changed it. Um, okay, uh, Doug, what do you got uh, going on? Uh, I'm just gonna shine some love on an album I never promote called "I'm Worried About Me" that I did during lockdown times forever ago. I feel like now it's a good revisit. Uh, yeah, you didn't want to go back that way. Although some people are kind of retreating again because numbers are terrible now. But uh, I'm worried about me. It's not just about that as my experience, but Plenty of dumb jokes about just random stuff like hummingbirds and throwing up on my feet. Fun stuff. Check it out. I'm worried about me. <laughs> yeah, please don't throw up on any hummingbirds. Yeah. Um, uh, Doug Lowe's Movies is going to be uh, at the Dynasty Typewriter this Sunday at 420. 
uh, in Los Angeles. And then I'm doing two at the American Comedy Company in San Diego during Comic-Con. That'd be Wednesday, uh, uh, the 20th, and Sunday, the, I mean, Saturday, the 23rd. DougLovesMovies.com for all my dates. Thank you again, uh, Rena. Thank you, Doug and Doug. Rena Reenzy calm. Don't call her Reenzy. And now... Uh, we always end on uh, the, the, the title of each episode is some sort of uh, pun or something uh, based on uh, our conversation and our guest. So, uh, well, I'm, I hope that this went well and that I, I didn't end up in the Doug house. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hey. Don't, don't use oh, that. my don't. goodness. That was, <laughs> that's Has a good any- one. We should save that one for. Although since Rena came up with it, I think maybe we should use it just in the Doug house with Rena Carl. Has anybody ever done the Doug show? No. <laughs> I'm very I sorry, that. but I was brainstorming and you know. No, I love that that sketch <laughs> on SNL is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, in the Doug house. Okay. So yeah, forget what I was gonna do. Uh, this is way better. Thank you, Rena. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks. Talk to you soon, Doug. And as always, in the Doug house. Got it.